CBHDD is reminding people that the Georgia Crisis and Access Line can help those worried about opioid and stimulant misuse. The toll-free number is online and is active 24-7. More information at opioidresponse.info. Hello and welcome to the Georgia Today podcast from GPB News. Today is Thursday, January 11th. I'm Orlando Montoya. Coming up on today's episode, Georgia Governor Brian Kemp delivers his sixth annual State of the State address. Kemp announces funding for new medical schools in Georgia, and Metro Atlanta will receive federal dollars to help fund electric vehicle charging stations. Those stories and more coming up on this episode of Georgia Today. Governor Brian Kemp delivered his sixth State of the State address today, painting his policies as bringing prosperity while calling on voters to reject, quote, Washington, D.C. GP Sarah Callis reports Kemp is seeking to rally Republicans in an election year. Kemp addressed lawmakers and others, saying the state of the state is, quote, strong, as he touted the economic successes of his administration. Despite unprecedented challenges, we have maintained a AAA bond rating while celebrating the creation of more than 171,000 new jobs and roughly $74.5 billion of investment in every corner of the Peach State over the last five years. Kemp promoted action on school vouchers, announced pay raises for state employees, and expressed support for the Atlanta Police Training Center. For GPB News, I'm Sarah Callis at the State Capitol. In the Democratic response, State House Minority Leader, Macon State Representative James Beverly, called the speech, quote, political propaganda. These are just shiny political moves to placate Georgians who are fed up and tired of poor health care outcomes, skyrocketing rents and mortgages, the maternal mortality crisis, senseless gun violence, abortion bans. And we'll have more from Under the Gold Dome tonight at 7 on GPB TV's Lawmakers and as always at gpb.org news. If you like hearing the news from around the state here on Georgia Today, you'll probably like hearing how Georgia's agriculture economy feeds the country and the world on a fork in the road. I'm David Zelski, and on the Fork in the Road podcast, we feature stories from Georgia's farmers, fishermen, merchants, artisans, chefs, and others who help provide Georgia-grown products to folks in the Peach State and beyond. Find it online at gpb.org podcast or download it on your favorite podcast platform. Governor Brian Kemp announced funding for two new medical schools in Georgia yesterday. Kemp made his remarks at the Georgia Chamber's annual Eggs and Issues Breakfast. Kemp said he wants to spend $178 million to create a new public dental school at Georgia Southern University in Savannah, and he wants to spend $50 million to create a separate medical school at the University of Georgia in Athens. Right now, Augusta University operates the Dental College of Georgia, and Augusta University's Medical College of Georgia operates a four-year medical program at UGA. Georgia House Speaker John Burns says the House is in a fact-finding phase on expanding access to health care for lower-income working families. His comments yesterday have some wondering if this could be the year state Republicans soften their refusal to fully expand Medicaid. Advocates for full expansion spoke at a hearing hosted by Democratic state lawmakers yesterday. GPB's Sophie Gratis reports Georgia is one of 10 states that hasn't fully expanded Medicaid. 
The hearing at the state capitol lasted over four hours with back-to-back -back testimony on how Medicaid expansion could help ease health care disparities. If expanded, over 440,000 uninsured people in Georgia could get picked up under the program. Being uninsured limits access to even basic care, like for chronic diseases or to prescriptions. Clay County doctor Karen Kinsel says for the sake of her patients and health care in Georgia, it's time to move past the politics around Medicaid. Even some hospitals consider this such a political issue that they're afraid to advocate for themselves. But this is an issue that very well could close that hospital and, and severely damage that town. Governor Kemp's partial expansion plan with work requirements, pathways to coverage, went into effect last year. For GPB News, I'm Sophie Gratis. Governor Brian Kemp did not address Medicaid expansion in his hour-long State of the State address today. Instead, his health care remarks focused on premium reductions and the state's private insurance marketplace. Federal transportation officials are giving the metro Atlanta area $6 million to install between 300 and 400 electric vehicle charging stations across 20 counties. The Atlanta Regional Commission announced the funds today. The U.S. Department of Transportation program will focus on areas where charging stations are scarce to support equity in the region's transition to electric vehicles. A separate federal grant is funding plans for charging stations across the state. A man who was being held at the problem-plagued Fulton County Jail in Atlanta has died at a hospital after he was found unresponsive in his cell. That's according to the Fulton County Sheriff's Office. The sheriff's office said in a news release that a jail officer doing a security round found 36-year-old Michael Anthony Holland in his cell early Wednesday. Jail staff attempted unsuccessfully to revive Holland, who was pronounced dead at Grady Memorial Hospital. Atlanta police will investigate the death, and the county medical examiner's office will do an autopsy. The Justice Department's Civil Rights Division last year announced an investigation into jail conditions in Fulton County, Ten people died in Fulton County custody last year, according to the Sheriff's Office. And Columbus is having problems with its new automated trash collection system. City crews in September started using new trucks aimed at reducing the city's reliance on inmates from the county jail. The trucks use side-loading instead of three-person crews. Well, this week, city councilors grilled Columbus Public Works Department head Drail Short about a litany of complaints involving trash, recycling, and yard waste not being picked up on schedule since the transition. Short said the problem is trash being left on the ground. I'm talking about plastic bags that are coming out of households that didn't fit in the original cart. Okay, They've got more than one cart worth of waste out there to pick up. That's our nemesis. We wouldn't have to send another truck out if we required everyone to put everything in a cart. The messy situation has prompted many residents to vent on social media and to city councilors. Short said residents should call 311 if they have a problem. And that's it for today's edition of Georgia Today. If you'd like to learn more about the stories that you hear on this podcast, visit gpb.org news. I'll also point out gpb.org lawmakers. As the legislature is in session, we bring you the latest from Under the Gold Dome each night at 7 on GPB TV. And gpb.org slash lawmakers will get you to that program. We cover the state legislature like no one else. If you haven't yet hit subscribe on this podcast, please do so right now. 
to help you keep us current in your feed. If you have feedback for us, let us know at georgiatoday at gpb.org. I'm Orlando Montoya. It's been a busy day, but we'll be back again to keep you informed tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.